the main focus for my music, whether it be the production or the lyrics, is my travels, you know? The outside environment really plays a huge part in what I make. I write all my rhymes outside, you know? Every city I go to, I set up my studio in the hotel. The way that guy's talking makes me want to punch his teeth. <laughs> and I just hit the streets and start walking. Whatever I see really kind of despise me. It may not be literally, but it always finds a way into my music. The streets of cities is my main inspiration. Oh, this mixer. It's got about nine episodes left in it. <laughs> it's getting there. I mean, it's perfectly fine for when you see it listed on Kijiji in mid-December. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different mixer. Uh, Odyssey on the intro because, goodness gracious, go and check him out. My goodness. The guy's getting me through life right now, I swear to God. Hand to God, hand to God. Sharon Lois and Bram's doing that for me. Uh, it is hot as dicks outside right now. Well, Why? Oh, feel that though? Yeah, it just started teeming down. Nice rain breeze coming in here. Hey, you want to know something really depressing? In like two months, that'll be snow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be. I can't wait. Feet and feet of snow. I should probably turn. Here we go. I sound 400% better than I did 11 seconds ago. Because I was talking into the wrong side of my microphone. Correct, you do. Who gives a fuck? Um, I don't know. If you want to come down and see the Devil's Bench, you can. I mean, like I'm not saying don't. You totally can. Still gonna die. Still gonna die. Whether you do or don't. Ah. <laughs> uh, why is it got to be like so both like hot and then like depressing in the morning because you know winter's coming? It's not here yet. Oh man, there's an asshole on the way from uh, Burford to Brantford. He has one of those like roadside advertisement signs and he's counting down the days to the first day of winter. And yeah. he just says, reminder, this many days until winter. I'm like, oh, does he sell like winter tires or is he a snowplow driver? I just want to firebomb your business. I shouldn't say shit like that, because then if I ever snap, yeah. this will be played on the news. Yeah, like you did it. Yeah. Oh, well. That's why I hate winter so much that every time I go home, I just turn my oven on self-clean. And then just leave the fridge door open and let the taps run for about an hour. <laughs> I want to accelerate that global warning, son. I had Doritos for dinner, so I didn't miss no meals. <laughs> Dude, I made awesome dinner today. Like, you know, every once in a while you make some food that impresses yourself? Yeah. Every, like, every, I, each of the three things I made on the same plate, I had a bite of this, bite of that. I was just like, I'm fucking good at cooking. <laughs> For sure, I'm good. And it's funny, I was talking to Curly about uh, you can, like, every once in a while you make something so good yeah. that in the back of your head, you're like, oh, like a wind top chef. I should open a fucking restaurant. Really <laughs> just good. serve this one. We're just going to make bagel pizza. I'd be good at that shit. We have to bring uh, veggies to Thanksgiving. That's our contribution. And because I've been making all Eddie's food for like the last couple months, I'm just going to puree some shit and bring it in a Ziploc. Dude. Uh, piping bag it onto the plate. We're doing our Thanksgiving next weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've taken to making the stuffing in a crock pot. And... Uh, 
the last time I made it with that uh, bacon that we got from that pork order. Oh, yeah. So I'm doing it again. And I make, like, homemade bread and the bacon and everything. I'm All telling solid. you, like, oh, man. We got a beef quarter coming up. She hasn't said when, but probably November. You might have to go get that. I'm going to live too far south. Correct. Motherfucker. Go get it my truck. Yeah, you'd actually be able to fit it in your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just throw all the random brown bags in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks later, you find one that like fell out, but it's okay because it's Canada and it's wintertime, so it's still frozen. <laughs> that was funny. A couple of years ago when that big uh, ice storm hit mm. and it like knocked out power in Toronto and everybody's freaking the fuck out about their food and whatever. I was like, uh, put it on your balcony. Yeah, it's wintertime. Like just... Man, oh, man. oh man, all the ice that's like frozen outside has made like our power go out. So how are we going to keep our food cold? Well, I don't know. How about the world? <laughs> uh, what are we talking about tonight, Mr. Ninja? Uh, well, we had a bunch of cool ideas. Oh, dude, I just, just popped into my brain that this whole time I could have been calling you my ninja. Well, you got a couple more episodes to get oh, it out. You got to make up for like three years of time. Is that racist? Uh, it alludes to racism. Probably. Asking that question is. It for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you made it that way. All right, so I'm already there. Yeah. All right, cool. Good job. Everybody thought I was just going to drop it right there. Dun, dun, I'm already there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what are we doing tonight? Um, one of the concepts we wanted to kick around, like a, a bean bag in the 1990s, uh, was the concept of the finer things in life. So just some... Some shit that we really appreciate, but we don't necessarily outwardly appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you could have things like, you know, like, more obscure. Not obscure, but, like, intangible topics. Like, you know, a solid couch. You know, where it's just like, yeah, you know, like, my thing. Some people really dig cars. Some people really dig, like, I don't know, watching football. And, like, you could be like, I like a good couch. You know, or really tangible shit. Like, I'm going to say, no, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go big right now. I don't give a fuck what anybody says or how this makes me viewed in people's eyes because clearly I don't give a shit about that. I get down mm-hmm. with good-ass scented candles. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. My wife and I were at Winners, bro, and we're sitting there, and we find these. <laughs> I found these candles a while ago that I really liked because, I mean, I got two dogs and a baby, so my house smells like a multitude of shit, like just inherently. It's like, oh, time to change the diaper genie or... Oh, time to change Penny's food again, you know, because you got dogs and babies, they fart and poo everywhere. So it's like, I want my house to smell like Cypress Intention, you know, or all these like really wispy <laughs> names. Oh, how about some pine thought processes or all these like horrible names. But I found these candles that smelled really good. And every time I found one I liked, I put it into the buggy. And I, when we went up to the counter, I had like fucking 10 Santa candles. And I'm like, I don't care. This is my jam. I get down with that. We, we just got one in the kitchen that's, uh, the name is Apple Crumble, mm-hmm. and it, like, it smells like apple pie. Yeah. Like, identical. That'd be awesome to get, like, a line of candles that smelled like different foods. Because, I mean, you get scented candles that smell like apple crisp or, like, yeah. vanilla cookies or something like that. But if you had something that smelled like ribs, <laughs> you know, like, if you had, like, we, we could make our own line of scented candles, food-based scented candles, and we'll call them mandals. Dude, my... My award-winning idea when I was in Newfoundland yeah. was a bacon-scented candle. I'm surprised, like... How doesn't that exist? Especially when, like, the internet, like, discovered that... No, when... No. When corporations discovered that the internet liked bacon. 
Oh, and man. then it was just like bacon. Like we're basically bacon was the setup, the punchline, and like the outro of every sentence ever. Yeah. And I then all of a sudden, epic mealtime went away, and then so did the bacon thing. Oh fuck! It's like yeah, you know, bacon's been around for uh, ever. I just stumbled on this. Uh, you know how we talk about like uh, corporate advertising failures. I just stumbled on this one that was like, uh, oh, you'll love our XYZ products. Millennials agree that it's dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you know who, uh, like you know what phrase you don't want to use if millennials are your target audience? <laughs> uh, millennials. Millennials agree. I was like, oh, I'm a millennial. Oh, I know. You sent me something not too long ago. This is clearly going to move away from... Let's change the topic tonight from the finer things to bullshit, corporate bullshit. I got one that we can come back to. I'll, I'll pull us back. Go ahead. Because it's like, uh, you sent me a picture of what the Sears. What the Sears. WTS, bro. Yeah, WTS, <laughs> what the Sears. And I just, I just had to, Oh. I had to, st- I, what I did is as soon as I saw that, I didn't say any words. I didn't reply to you. I just calmly set my phone down <laughs> and I went into the bathroom and I pulled the stopper on the sink and I filled it up with water. <laughs> And I just held my head underneath until I didn't feel feelings anymore <laughs> because that was, it's just like, you can't go out of business fast enough. Like if, if that were on your corporate tombstone, you deserve it. Oh man. Oh, that, that'll bring us back. Let's get hip. That was a 47 year old. Oh God. Yeah. You, you know, you see that stuff and I, I mean, I run into it all the time in like, you know, my industry when people talk and like, I've watched people who I came up with. And it's like seven years ago. It's almost like that, you know, where you watch those uh, mug shots of people who do meth and then they look like a, just a normal football. He's like the captain of the football team in 1997. And then 1999, he, he looks a little rough, like maybe hung over after like, you know, graduation party or something. <laughs> Two years later, same thing, just his hair is a little receding and like three of his teeth are missing. And then he looks like the joker and then he looks like <laughs> penguin and then he looks like clayface yeah you know or it's just but that was almost the speech pattern of people yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's like the person who used to talk about even if whatever oh yeah did you see big brother last night no nah, i don't watch that dumb shit but i mean I'm, I'm glad you do normal things and then now it's like a uh, wonderful idea i think we should parking like that we should parking lot that uh why don't we put a pin? here's what we'll do we'll put a pin in it and we'll circle back later and then we're running up the flagpole and see if anyone salutes it. Dude, every single vendor who talks to me like that, yeah. I stop them dead in their tracks. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. It's almost like it's like in those like 80s sports movies yeah. where it's like, you know, the team's kind of going nowhere, but there's the one ringer on the team and they're like, why are you so nervous? Oh, there's scouts here tonight. And, you know, and they got to play their best. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like the corporate moron scouts are in the audience and they're like, oh, they just use parking lot as a verb. Let's... uh. Let's let's make that our primary action item to uh, uh, see about their career development. It's just like, oh my god, just talk like normal human beings. Nobody says what this hears. Um, on that note, one of the things I really do enjoy is everything that I say is um, a very particular feeling that comes with a good breakfast. Yeah, like when you haven't over, you haven't over. Okay, you know when. I, what I feel that feeling is to me, mm. when you've eaten 97%, so let's say your plate is a clock, and you're sitting at about 20 after 11, Yeah. and there's just about 40 minutes worth of clock food left, 
and you're like, oh man, I could eat the rest of those yolk covered hash browns. You're like, oh, I'm good. And instead you bomb your tea back and you push yourself back. <laughs> and that is enough. Cause you know, if you ate that last little bit of food, you would have been over full. That's the feeling right there. I'll tell you, I'll paint the picture for you. It paint looks me. like this. Three pieces of thick cut bacon, four slices of French toast, but really eggy. French so like toast. four pieces of bread or two pieces of bread cut in half? Four pieces of bread. Gotcha. But four pieces of like French loaf, not like just fucking Wonder Bread. Gotcha. And eggy. So much so that the first piece that goes in the pan has a little bit of egg on it. Okay. Like eggy. <laughs> and um, a nice tea and like 18th century cooking on YouTube. Have you ever been to Sandalwood Tea in Brantford? No. Brother. No, because I don't drink, like, weird teas, or I don't drink, like, you know, flavored teas or whatever. I just drink straight-ahead orange pico. They got straight-ahead tea. It's run by, like, the sweetest little old British lady in the world. Like, if if she still lived in Britain, she'd be on their money. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Oh, my God. That's how you know it's legit. I went there because it was my wife's and I's fifth wedding anniversary, so it was, like, the wood anniversary. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to get her? A shovel? Pause. What are you talking about? What is the wood anniversary so apparently like every anniversary because you know the world needs you to buy shit they have like themes for every wedding anniversary so the first one's paper the second one was something the third one was something well we missed the memo on the wood anniversary yeah the fifth one's wood (laughs) and then so there's like traditional and modern and modern with silverware and it's like i'm not we got spoons so we went with the traditional one. And so we're trying to get each other stuff that had to do with wood. It's I like, would be fucking irate if my wife bought me silverware. Well, unless it's like, like, you know, you could play like musical spoons or something like hobo Even stuff. then. So, like, what are you doing? So we got each other like gift baskets of like shit that like ham fisted the word wood into it. So I went to Sandalwood <laughs> Tea and got her tea and a bunch of other dumb shit. But uh, I went in there and I'm like, oh, I remember. Because every time I go there, I buy like three years worth of tea. Yeah, and then it takes me three years to drink through it all, and it's like, oh shit, we're out of tea. Let's go back, and then we buy like three more years worth of tea. Yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, you, dude, you go apes in there. There's 45 different varieties of normal ass tea in there. My wife brings home every once in a while. She'll bring home like a pomegranate something or other. Or oh, you don't even need to do that. Like, there's like 11 different Earl Greys. Oh, do it. Just go there. Yeah. Just fucking listen to what I say, and go do it. This is the podcast about the finer things in life. And the finer things in tea life can be found at Sandalwood Tea. Finer Our newest sponsor no. is a well-layered campfire. Not a campfire where all this sh- like two-by-fours and shit have been yeah. thrown in there. Yeah. Actual logs structured in such a way that it's pleasant to look at. And the smoke goes straight up in the air. Correct. And not directly in my face no matter what chair I sit in. Correct. I like that finer things a quality quality sandwich fuck yeah like there's nothing better than like y- you know there's, there's times like in the morning when you slap together a sandwich and it's like the two end pieces and then you, you your peanut butter to jelly ratio is all off yeah no they're like the quality sandwiches when you mix your condiments and your vegetable and your cheese and your meat ratios to like the finer tune points and question. it has a good chew to it yeah son question okay um, do you find it 
easier to enjoy a sandwich when it's made for you as compared to when you make it yourself? Uh, like, I have to put way more effort into a sandwich to really be like, this is a baller-ass sandwich. I think as with anything, like there's that old saying that my, my favorite food is, my favorite meal is the one I don't have to make or something like that, mm. something along those lines. I think that um, when you have someone else make you a sandwich, the floor is higher, but the ceiling stays the same. Wow. You know what I mean? Where it's okay. like even a decent sandwich that someone else made for you is an amazing sandwich. But to reach the upper echelon of sandwichosity, it, it doesn't matter whether you make it yourself or someone else makes it. Uh, finer thing is a, and this is just something I've just been able to start appreciating, um, a mixed drink that does not include like Coke yeah. Or sourpuss. Yeah, something in Coke. You know what I mean? Like just like you were showing me that uh, Manhattan and the old fashioned. Now I'm like, there's also something to be said, I think, about when you say um, it's just you're you've almost got this uh, second layer, second ply of knowledge. Yeah. When you say an old fashioned, the fucking guy next to you says, give me a Cuba Libre. <laughs> Which is just rum and coke, you fucking guy. Yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> but um, I, I, I th- it's nice when you're out at a place and you order a drink that isn't the name of what you're drinking, like a Jack and Coke or a rum and coke. Correct. But when you order like a Manhattan or a Moscow Mule or you know like any of those cocktails, and then you don't have to explain what they are, that's when you know you're in like at least a fairly decent place to get a drink. Yeah. You know, because if you're like, yeah, can I get an old fashioned? And they're like, oh, what's in it? Uh, I'll have an iced tea, please. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Can I have uh, several waters, please? You know, uh, yeah, shit. My next one was going to be a, a good cocktail. A quality barbecue sauce. Yeah, totes. Not just like, you know, the... the Heinz BBQ? Sh- I mean, there's sometimes that's good. You know, like it almost doesn't matter if you're dipping a grilled cheese sandwich into a barbecue sauce. doesn't matter what it is. But when you hit the barbecue sauce, it's like, Oh, this isn't just like brown sugar and liquid smoke flavoring. This is like there's some thought in this. Yeah. No, I agree. Barbecue in general, barbecue done correctly. Yeah. You know, barbecue that's not food that's done correctly. Food that has consideration and uh, time and effort put in. It's funny too. You know what? Like an area of my cooking that I'm just not good at is soup, like broth soup. Yeah. I can't make. Whenever I make broth soup, I feel like if you're balancing a seesaw out... What do you mean broth soup? Like, for instance, if, if I made uh, butternut squash soup, uh-huh. it's just it's like pureed. Yeah, yeah. But if I made, like, chicken noodle soup, I would call that a broth soup. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, rather than, like, a pureed soup. Yeah. Like, split pea or something like that. I can never... I'm always missing something in the middle. It's like when you're listening to music that has too much high end and too much low end, but nothing in the center. Yeah. You know, and... Now, there's something about, um, I mean, she's not around anymore, but my grandma, when she made soup, my grandma didn't. Maybe she did. Maybe she tried really hard, but it was just, like, inherent for her. Like, she would just, I'm going to make some soup. And it was just like, I'm going to chop up some shit. I'm going to throw it in a pot. And then when I say it's done, it's done. And every time you ate it, it was amazing. And you're like, what did you put in this? She's like, oh, just stuff from the fridge. And every time it was awesome. And then I'm like all right, I, I'm going to, you know, pair these things together and I'm going to use just the right amount of spice and then I'm going to like this stuff and I'm going to pre-braise the meat that goes into it and this, that, and the other thing. And it's always like, well, this doesn't have any fucking flavor <laughs> to it, you know? 
grandma soup. That might just like happen for grandmas. Yeah, I maybe I I need to get older and more grandma-ish. I think it might just happen. My grandma has a couple things like that too. Potato salad, just straight ahead, the best potato salad. Apple crisp, best apple crisp I've ever had in my whole life. That's a finer thing. Yeah, solid apple crisp. I for a little while there. I whenever I had people come over, like I was using my in-laws when they came over, and it was like we had nothing to serve anybody. I would just go and uh, just grab some shit, some fruit out of the freezer, throw it in a pan, and put uh, like some topping on it. Yeah, yeah. And I'd just make blank crisp. Yeah, yeah. And I had intuition for it. Now I haven't done it long enough time that I got rusty, but I love that idea when you know how to. Like whenever I watch like Chopped or anything like that, and then it's like. You have some oysters, uh, some liquid cow's blood, and a deck of cards, and you have to make a dessert out of it. And then these people are just like making like bad cake batter from like memory, and it's yeah. just like fuck. I wish I had that intuition. I had that for a little while with apple crisp. Uh, it's gone. I got to get it back. What about the the golden temperature between summer and late fall? Oh, my favorite time Shorts of year. And a hoodie. Yeah, dude, my my favorite time of year was going out just a little bit, but it was like the week and a half before Halloween. And then um, back when I still lived in Mount Pleasant, and we'd go down to the park, my buddy and I, and it'd be nighttime, and we were usually drinking or imbibing in the devil's weed. Um, <laughs> and but I, I just. I felt so comfortable. It's probably because I didn't have to like pay income tax or anything back then, so like life was still fun. But yeah. um, everything was just comfortable, you know. It was like it, it, you just went outside and like the temperature was just that right amount of warm but cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Oh, everything just felt so good, man. Correct. And then now there, there's income tax and global warming, so we don't have that anymore. Correct. Flipping off your friends when they're looking at you is kind of fun, too. Super fun. Double bird, son. Agreed. <sighs> it's funny, right? Because you start thinking about, like... I'm also trying to measure, like, am I just... Is this just nostalgia that kind of kicks in? Or is that a part of it? I think there's a certain level of enjoyment out of just pure nostalgia. Like, out of the pie of the thing you enjoy, a slice or a sliver of it is acceptable as just straight nostalgia. Uh, so I took a little trip down memory lane and I installed a bunch of uh, emulators. And because I was chasing all over the place trying to find a cartridge for Base Wars for NES. Yeah. Because I wanted to play Base Wars. So I got an emulator and downloaded Base Wars and I'm like, holy fuck. And as it was loading up and the music started playing, I'm like, I remember all of this. And it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I'm like, this game is way too zoomed in. How do I know what guy I'm controlling when there's no guy on the screen? <laughs> it's like I've been running down and to the right for 11 minutes and no one's got there yet. But I bet if you zoomed out, I'm running the right fielder into the wall, you know? And then it's like, I, I started downloading, I downloaded AeroBiz, which every time I download an emulator, I download AeroBiz because I love that game for some reason. And then it was like the fun of scrolling through the alphabetized list of games and being like, open a new tab, I'll download this one, was more fun than playing any of the games. You know, it was like, yeah. oh, I remember Little Nemo. Oh, I remember Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. I remember Ghostbusters. And then you, like, boot up Ghostbusters, and you're like, yep, it's still there. Yeah. And then you close it, and that's good enough. That's just like Robot Chicken, where Robot Chicken was like, <laughs> it's like Member Berries in South Park, too, where it's like, 
Remember the Ultimate Warrior? Remember Gem and the Holograms? Yeah. Remember Pop-Tarts? Like, that could have been the show. They didn't need to do any skits or anything. It just could have been Seth Green in front of a green screen saying, Remember G.I. Joe? Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, I do remember that. I remember. It's, uh... Adversely, though, or conversely, I suppose. Remember when Jeff was online for Monday Night Game Night? I remember. I remember. Uh, when video game developers reward you for doing the thing that's just outside of the box, and you're like, yes. Every RPG ever, where Thank it's you. like, we need to go to left direction town, and there's a pathway to the right, yeah. and then you walk into the right screen, and then the pathway goes one more screen. You know there's something badass on that next screen. <laughs> you know it is. And even if there isn't, you are obliged to check it out. Also, finer things, micro... Aggressions. No. Um, like micro victories. Like just the smallest, smallest little piece of accomplishment. <laughs> like um, if you're walking past... A garbage pail that's like four feet away, and you fucking nail it. You just throw the the like Tim Hortons bag or something. You just fucking <laughs> nail it. You're like, yeah, yeah, and it's like even if nobody saw you, you're still like, fuck yeah, or, Iverson over here. Oh man, I actually I had that a similar feeling today going through. I was driving home and like I saw the don't walk signal flashing, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna get this yellow. I'm gonna get this yellow light, and I didn't speed up to race it or anything. I just resigned myself to my fate, and it was like a super long don't walk sign, and I got through it just as it went yellow, and I'm like, yeah, that was for me. <laughs> Somebody made that go a little longer just for me. What else is, uh, oh, uh, you know what's a finer thing? This is, uh, now we're just kind of talking about good feels. So another good feel? Yeah. When you, you're introduced intentionally or accidentally to like really good music that you've never heard before yeah and being the guy who does that and when the person comes back and they're like dude alexis on fire is the shit yeah that's never happened though because they suck um jesse got me on a couple bands where i just had to i'm like dude like one more and i i have to build a shrine for you like if, <laughs> if you get a third one in a row and complete the tic-tac-toe like that's in the rule book gotta do it well that's one of the things that like you and I do is I'll say like I'm putting my word on this this is this is a strong enough yeah. good for me that I'm willing to stake you say stake my reputation on it because I'm I'm seven for seven and I can't uh, the other day I put I put not the other day I think it was about a month ago now but I put something else on I don't know whether you did it it's like a cooking game or something like that oh yeah it was overcooked overcooked I yeah get overcooked and play it with your wife yeah, I stake my reputation on it. Yeah, my <laughs> impeccable, undefeated winning streak of recommendation. <laughs> my impeccable reputation. That's right. Good feels. Good feels. Um, good feels. Easy. Here's here's one for you. I don't know if I ever told you this. Have I ever told you about when my dog does dog hugs? No. What a dog hug is. Uh, you know, it's funny when you were saying good feels and searching for something. I was thinking of my dog. <laughs> He does this thing where he comes up and like, I can tell he's going to do it by the way he's walking towards me. <laughs> and he kind of like sticks his head down and he's looking at you through the top of his eyes and he just plugs his nose, like his snout in right between your legs and right. like almost halfway down your thighs and just goes 
and just, and sticks, just stays there and just sticks his head in there and just waits for you to like reciprocate his <laughs> feels. And so every Tuesday, every Thursday, when I go home from jujitsu, I try to come in as quietly as I can. I hear him jump off the bed, shake himself off. He trots down the hallway, sticks himself <laughs> in for a little dog hug and then fucks off. And half the time, I don't even touch him. I just give him like a couple butt smacks. But, 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 there you go, buddy. And off he goes. Ding, 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 right back ding. to bed. Right back to bed. <laughs> and you're just like, I guess that the good feel comes from when you, you get that crossover where it's like uh, a crossover, an interspecies crossover that's strong enough to make you feel weird about eating cows. It's funny, too, because I was like, you know, oh, you know, man, <laughs> we are on the same wavelength tonight. I was going to say, it, like, my little puppy, so Copper, the youngest one, she does this thing that my sister-in-law calls scarfing. And the way scarfing works is when you're lying on the ground. Say I lie on the ground and then I, I make fart sounds with my mouth. So I just lie on the ground and go. <laughs> and then she will like jump through a plate glass window to get in when she hears that noise. And she comes over and she puts like her, her throat like under her chin on my neck. And like just like doesn't push down, but just applies enough pressure, like as if she's like keeping a piece of paper from flying off the table, yeah, yeah. and just sits there. Yeah. And, and so I'm like wearing her like a scarf, and then it's <laughs> all her little like little things she does, and it's just crazy that like you're like, oh, my dog loves me, and then you're like, man, that's some delicious ass bacon, you know? Yeah. It's like this dog has human qualities I bestow upon it. And I st- I, when I talk on behalf of my dogs, they each have different voices that I do for of them. Of course, yeah, Because they're yeah. different people, right? Yeah. And then at the same time, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad somebody else puts an ice pick in the back of a pig's neck and turns his body into hot dogs for me. You know, like, it's just, it's so wild, man. Yeah. It, I mean, I mean, but what are you going to do, right? It's like, Fuck I it, s- I, like ham, I like ham too much. I saw this. Uh, what would you do? What would you do uh, if somebody made you a burger and you're like, like, seriously, Dude, you got to go to this new Burger Shack. It's amazing. It's the best burger I've ever had. You get all your buddies to come and everybody comes. You're like, fuck, these burgers are so good. And then you like talk to the owner. You become buddies with the owner because you go there like every Friday. And you bring your family there and your kid there and eat these burgers. And everyone agrees that they've never felt better in their life. And they're like, well, come on back. I'll show you how you make them. And he's like, first, we brain this puppy in the back of the head and we turn it into meat. What would you do? Nah. Would you keep eating those burgers? Probably not, because I've like. What, what do you now call you it know. When you, uh, not personified. I guess personified. Anthropomorphized. That's right. Anthropomorphized. Anamorphized. Anamorphs was a good show. Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't. I just remembered it was a thing. Remember <laughs> Anamorphs? <laughs> That's what's wrong with our generation, dude. What? That's what they do. Instead of saying I remember that show, they say that was a good show. And it wasn't that it was good, but that's just how you say, I remember that. Because saying, I remember a thing that happened is weak. But saying that something was a good show or that was a good thing, like, it, it's better than just saying, I remember that that once existed. <laughs> and then somebody says, what, the Animorphs? Good feels? Here's an easy one. Mm. Um, so long as it's not something like super duper strong like uh, Guinness or something like that Mm -hmm. or like just okay a nice crisp light beer after you're done doing hard work yeah that's good feels yeah exactly doesn't matter who the fuck you are and it's like the great equalizer right like you can be with the most diverse group of dudes as long as you're all getting after it you stop and have a cold beer yeah 
everybody's on the same on the same page. Oh, here's one for you. Okay. You're a kid. You come home from school, and let's say let's say you come home from school, and your parents are at work, so you're the only one home at the moment. Yeah. And you open up the fridge, and earlier in the day, they went and got groceries. Oh. So right. all the yogurts full. There's like full containers of stuff there's packages of cheese that haven't been opened yet <laughs> oh man when you're a kid you come home from school and the fridge is full i'm telling you i'm still waiting for an experience in my adult life to replicate that oh what about when your kid was born nah no that's like if that's like if your parents when you were a kid and your parents got groceries but like they didn't go down like the pudding aisle <laughs> that's a close close approximation man i had a different come up than that like my my uh, my grand was always home, mm. right? And they lived with us, and so she was like the gatekeeper <laughs> of the fridge to, to the pantry, right? And if you want to enter the pantry, it will cost you three silver pieces. Fuck, man! I remember, like, dude, she used to count the cookies in the fucking. First of all, she put all the cookies in this jar, and I'm convinced it was done on purpose because it was so fucking loud when you tried to take the little like it was porcelain or something like that but yeah. it didn't have the little washer around yeah. the ring ding, 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 holy ding, ding, ding. fuck so it was just no matter what you did and she I don't know if she did but she used to tell me she counted the cookies so it was a good enough scare that I knew I was gonna get in fucking shit and like looking back what would have happened <laughs> if I just if I was like you know what Grant fuck you I'm taking six cookies to my room and I'm playing Counter Strike till supper time <laughs> but I remember like Dude, coming home, I started drinking coffee in probably like uh, grade 10, grade 11. And coming home, there was like a pecking order to the coffee pot because the coffee pot was only good for four cups of coffee. And it would typically go my grandpa, whichever parent got home first, me, and whoever the fuck was left. And, uh, dude, I can remember like... There's something else about the first cup of coffee. There's that. What's that old fucking uh, South Park? Tweaks coffee. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a nice warm sweater on a cold one a day. You know, and there's just something about it. And I remember doing that and being like, yeah, fuck it. I'm taking the first one. It was like clockwork. Every time I did it, you'd hear the garage door. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, shit. And like, you dump water <laughs> in to fill the pot back up. Oh, man. That's some weak ass coffee. I was not that smart. I'd just fucking take it and go to my room. I remember the story of headphones Pete, on, play Counter Strike. Pete's bar in uh, my in-laws' basement. It like Pete had a bar, and there's all kinds of liquor bottles and everything like that. And then when Alicia would have parties, they'd all drink booze out of Pete's bar and then top it up with water. So there was like bottles of booze in there where it was like Crown Royal, but you could see through it. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't quite like vodka, but it sure as hell wasn't Crown Royal anymore. At least, like, put iced tea in there and say it went bad. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I yeah, that's really strange. Must have evaporated. <laughs> crazy. That bottle you never opened must have <laughs> evaporated somehow. <laughs> Weird. But well, evaporated, but also got weaker instead of distilling and getting, like, you know, more potent. What else is good? This is good. You know, after we've had, like, four episodes where we whine like little bitches about every aspect of life, we need to show people that we're nuanced, we're multifaceted people, that take pleasure in the little things. You know what? Fuck it. Are you ready? Finer things in life. Adding the proper and perfect amount of soda crackers to your soup. Not too many that doesn't absorb well and all you're left with is just like split pea soup, even though it wasn't split pea when you started. Yeah. But like not too little where it's just like, yeah, that's clearly not enough. See, I've started upping my soup game. I don't use soda crackers anymore. Mm. I take like an extra. You hit the Breton like vegetable based ones. 
three minutes and make dumplings. Oh, dumplings is shit. Dude. It's funny, too, when you're a little kid and there's things that you absolutely loved. And then when you become an adult and it's like, they're so fucking easy. You know, like, it's oh, like, yeah, but oh, it's man, like anything, dumplings right? are amazing. Like, they were mystical as a kid. And you're like, how do you make dumplings? Uh, whack some water and some flour and pour it on top of your soup and wait. And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Good feels. Doing something genuinely kind or for the explicit benefit of somebody else. Yeah. It's good feels. Dude, did I tell you about the whole Batman thing at my house? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. We had this like bouncy castle and all this shit. And, like the whole day, for the entire day, my kid's face was just lit up. <laughs> and like every time I'd look over at him, he's just fucking ha- the time of his life. Like just loving it. And yeah. I was like, fucking right. And that's, you know, uh, we had Batman and Ariel. Ariel? The Little mermaid? mermaid? Yeah. I don't know how to say Ariel. it. Ariel. Uh, we had two of these actors, I guess you want to say, or whatever the fuck. They dress up and they run games and they pretend to be those people. If they do it at children's parties, you can call them actors. If they do it at like 11 o'clock at night on street corners, they're crazy people. Correct. Uh, we had two of them for like, I don't know, four hours? Maybe three hours. Probably closer to three hours. It was 120 bucks. Hmm. 120 bucks that I would have spent three times over to watch the little wave, the infected wave of <laughs> holy fuck, it's Batman <laughs> going over all the boys that were there. Like, they just, they look at each other. They look at their parents. They look at Batman. What would someone have to dress up like to get you as an adult to have that same reaction? Les Stroud, Dallas Green. Uh, but it's not Dallas Green. It's a Dallas Green impersonator. Oh. Um, That'd be pretty impressive. That's a damn good question. Maybe if somebody had like a full fucking blown Iron Man suit, but like full on. Yeah, that actually like, you know, was impervious to bullets and like flew and everything like that. Yep, full on. Deal. Yeah, it would definitely have to fly. Yeah. For sure. And shoot rockets out of the palms. That'd be awesome. Or if... Dude, did you see where it shot rockets out of his palms? Yeah, no, man, that was awesome. (laughs) Or Scorpion, I'm just saying. Oh, from Mortal Kombat? Yeah, and his fucking hands open up. Get over here. Yeah. Was that him? Yeah, it was. Congratulations. Cool, not bad. Um, Not bad. Good feels. What else we got? Good feels. What else have we got? What else feels good? (laughs) I think we might have, like, hit them all. I think that's it. Yeah, we talked to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't do it yet. I was going to say, how much time do we have left? Just do a, like, dead cut. It's a hard cut. It's funny because I was... Oh, I have one. All right, hit me. Waking up and then opening your eyes and seeing the light coming in from the window. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then rolling over to see what time it is. Because, like, you got to get up at 645. And it's like... 4.45. 4.45. Oh, fuck, man. And you're like, oh, my God. Not only do I have, like, you know, enough time, like, to nap again, yeah. I have time to keep sleeping. Oh, dude. As soon as you started saying that, I was like, I know that exact feeling. Oh, and I man. could just, like, get out of bed to front flip back in bed. Yeah. Because I'm so excited or to yeah, like you, bed. Or, yeah, like, you get up to pee, and you're like, I don't want to look at the clock. I don't want to look at the clock. And then, like, you're walking by, and you're like, all right, fine, what time is it? Quarter after two? Sweet. Dude, after my brother's wedding, like, full on, full on fucking hammered. <laughs> 
Went home, went to bed, got up, good feels. Good feels is being like not even relatively good to go, but like just waking up with the miracle no hangover. Oh, yeah. See? Just being like, that's my one for the year. Yeah, yeah, I I tested fate. Now I've spent it. And so now it's like, you know, I got to be responsible for the rest of the year. I've been pretty lucky. Like, I've, I've always been able to gauge exactly when to stop. Like, I was, I was thinking about it. I can't remember when, but we were talking about, like, terrible hangovers. And it's like, I can only really remember, like, three in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, no, four, because I remember when it was. Um, it was with Stupid Jeff and Stupid Deanna when they came over and we drank too many bottles of wine. Wine hangovers? The worst. I'll never drink wine again. That's why middle-aged Ever. women are so grumpy all the time. Oh, because they all have wine hangovers? Yeah, for sure. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, like, I didn't even drink too much. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, um, somebody replaced my brain uh, with <laughs> something that hurts more than a brain. I can't even remember. It was so terrible. I think, like, 91% of this episode has been about food. Yeah, it's because food's awesome, dude. You know what? Okay. Food has the power to be really awesome. It also has the power to be just, like the thing that you do around noon you know what's not good feels what when you go to the place that you normally get your lunch from and then you always get a wrap because the wraps are real good and you get a wrap and then they pay they charge you normal full price for it and you get it back to your office and you open it up and you bite into it and you can tell that they didn't make it this morning they made it uh, yesterday you know what dude and then that tortilla is gushy Dude, yeah. there's nothing worse than getting a sub and having, like, you know how sometimes they just put, like, a fucking dash of lettuce on it? Yeah. Or a sprinkling of green pepper, Ugh. and you're just like, I wanted fucking... And so now, I, I used to just be like, bup, 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 that's what I want, and they make it. And now I'm like, nope, more lettuce. Yeah. More lettuce. Yeah, it's like when you're like, oh, would you like lettuce and tomato? Sure. And then they put, like, an eighth of a teaspoon of lettuce. It's just like, that's not even a quarter of a leaf. Oh, man, it's the worst. And when you go to grocery stores and they have, like, that counter, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get a sandwich. And then you have to read the made-on date. Because, like, some places, like, Zayers will put 50% off if it's a day old, which is fair. You made a sandwich yesterday. No one wanted it yesterday. I'll take it today at half price. Otherwise, make me a new-ass sandwich. But, like, I'll go to, like, Sobeys or something like that sometime, and you're not thinking. And then you bite into it, and it's just like, oh, the moisture. The moisture in that bread, son. Yeah. That's sadness. I really like going to places that are good, like good food. You know what I mean? Like when you hit Wendy's or when you hit Subway or something like that and while you're out driving somewhere and then you need some food for lunch. That I mean, that's just, I need to get something in me. That's not good food. Yeah. But see, I, like I do the cooking in my house and there's, ah, I just, I really like when I can get good food that I didn't have to make myself. Yeah. And that's why... Like, the places that are always, always over the top good are on the lamb here in Brantford, the Combine in Simcoe, and Lago in Port Dover, where every time I've eaten at any of those places, doesn't matter what I get, it's always like fist pumping fucking <laughs> deliciousness. I got the double decker for you. Is that when you poop in the back of the toilet? The first shower you take at home after camping and that's a good one that is a good one after either 
working outdoors or changing out of wet shoes. When you're digging something and you get that like layer of dirt that you can't brush, like not dust, you can't brush it off you. It's like dirt that clings yeah. to you. And then you you can see the layer of clean skin below the layer of dirt. That's a solid one. Correct. New socks. Oh, I got one. This is something you need to impress upon your children to teach them the value of hard work because it sucks while you're putting it in, but the payoff when it's done is worth it. Freshly washed sheets. Oh, fuck, man. Changing the sheets is the shittiest task you can ask me correct, to do correct. in a house. Yep. It's like, oh, do you want a vacuum? No, oh, yeah, that'd be the thing. Uh, do you want to um, make the bed? Or do you like take the bed apart, go wash the sheets, and then make the bed? Or do 11 other things? I'll do 11 other Give things. Give me the list. Yeah. I'm Give good me to the go. List. Yeah. Trying to put that fitted sheet on on fucking queen size mattress. I just did that before I came here. Um, oh, but when you get into bed tonight, though. No, no, this is for my kid. Oh, fuck that then. We're, uh, when he gets into bed tonight, though. Still trying to transition out of the old uh, pull-ups. I had an accident last night, and so I just put the new... My wife was like, okay, I'll go get his teeth brushed, and you put the fitted sheet on and get the book ready for his story. And if I didn't fucking try and get this thing on three or four times until <laughs> I just fucking stood up and I was like, all right, all right. You know, most beds are rectangles, right? Why is it worse than trying to plug a USB stick in to figure out what's the long side and the wide side of the fucking fitted sheet? It's just like, do I have an octagon-shaped sheet here that I'm trying to put on? (laughs) Fuck, man. I just don't most of the time. Or I'll get it on, and it's fucking inside out. (laughs) Yeah, too bad you're sleeping on it. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's flannel. You're four. You don't care. Why, Why is any other variety of sheet acceptable but flannel like flannel sheets are my my default i can't deal with flannel sheets i'm the guy who in february has the window cracked open the fan going sleeping in his boxers with just the top sheet on yeah same yeah but that bottom sheet's got to be flannel bro same with my fucking pillowcases no i don't like that gotta be yeah i feel like i'm getting hugged by a lumberjack (laughs) <laughs> can't take it and he starts rubbing his beard he starts rubbing his beardy chin on me no I can't I can't deal with that no way no well that's I think one my th- wife can't either but it's just kind of that's one of those things that we had we had really light colored flannel sheets one time I'm like do you want me to ruin these in a week because I'm gonna sweat like a fucking llama in here I can't yeah. can't deal finer things <laughs> <laughs> you're picturing me me all sweaty <laughs> finer things. I know you are bro uh, finer things, my kid calling me bro for the last two or three weeks. Because, <laughs> like, every once in a while, he'll come out with a new word. Like, he, uh, once he figured out what aerodynamic meant, <laughs> and or right before he figured out what it meant, but he knew how to say the word, right? he'd be like, uh, can I have an aerodynamic banana? And he'd be like, I guess. I guess so. Coming at you. <laughs> can you. Can you do the proper gyroscopic test to ensure its aerodynamicness? So he's figured out bro, because I think there's, um, oh, dude, good feels. It was pizza day at his school today. Fuck. I was just talking to uh, Leighton at my work about this. Dude, he had uh, two squares of pizza and a bag of chocolate milk. Do you remember that shit? I don't remember bags of chocolate milk. The bag with the yellow straw, and you had to, like, 
You no. Stick it in there like a fucking morphine syrette. I don't remember that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I want to drink chocolate milk out of a bag. And, uh, fuck, I picked him up from uh, after school care today, and I was like, hey, so it was pizza day today. He's like, yeah. How was it? He's like, good. I was like, bullshit, it was good. It was yeah. probably awesome. Yeah. Like you had pizza Pizza for tastes lunch. better. Fundamentally, pizza tastes better in square form than in triangle form. But anyways, he's got these, uh, some of the older kids come to the kindergarten class to uh, just help wrangle and help do all the shit. And um, so I think they're saying bro. I think that's where they got bro from. Oh, right. But that's, he's, he's picked up bro, and I'm bro now. <laughs> I can't wait till my kid starts talking. My God. <laughs> so my kid started daycare, and it was day one. And he comes home, snot ropes, coughing, raspy voice. Yeah, man. It's just like awesome. But he can't talk yet, but he babbles. And listening to him cough and then babble in, like, raspy, sick baby voice. Oh, my God. It was, like, the most fucking adorable thing of all time. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, keep making noises. Because, I don't know, it's just, like, the cutest, most, but, like, pathetically cute. It's like, oh, cute yeah. as, like, a wet puppy. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, oh, monkey. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. He's sitting there, like, babbling. He's just like... I'm like, oh, my God, you're too freaking cute, dude. I showed that uh, text to my wife because I was like, man, like you're there's just going to be a revolving cold in your house for the next two years. That's all it was for us. He's already over it. Today was his third day. And then it's like, I bet you tomorrow he'll wake up and it's gone. It's like, man, I wish when I got a fucking cold like that, it was gone in three days. I get a cold and it's like six months later. I'm still like, dude, don't you remember? Like I'd say I had like I picked Johnny up or something. and He'd cough in my mouth. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't know, you know, just fuck me. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I just went, whoop, back in time and <laughs> was just thinking about daycare. Fuck that noise. Man. Or you'd show up and there'd be some fucking kid there and he's, like, flush and red and, like, fucking leaking all over the place and yeah. coughing. You're like, yeah, you should let them put toys in their mouth and then let my son put them in his mouth immediately after. And mom's putting all of his shit in the cubby and I'm like, I know you got to go to work, but fuck me. Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, you just signed me up for a week of this. If I go to uh, the kids' karate class, twice I've been there, and there's, uh, like, to be a kid, like, kind of coughing and just, like, just under the weather. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, i got to roll on those mats in, like, two hours. And, like, nobody, come on now. Yeah. You're looking at mom and dad, and you're like, get off your phone and take your kid home. He's sick. Yeah. got to roll on this shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, eh? Because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it would be, and it, I mean, it should be, like, socially unacceptable to say something like that in that regard. But then at the same time, I absolutely get why it shouldn't be. You know, like, it's like I, I absolutely get it, and then I'm fine with the way it is where we leave that alone. But at the same time, it's like you are essentially now signing everyone up, you know, to, to now they're going to get it. At you some know? level, even just to be like, hey, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I just, it's not invisible. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, can I, I mean, yeah, it sucks and kids are going to get sick and everything like that. But yeah, you know, you walk in and there's that one with like down to their waist snot ropes going on and you're like, so this is entering my life. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Finer things in life. Uh, Jumping into a pool. That's warmer than you expect it to be. Nice. You know, where you're like, fuck it, I'm hot, I need to jump in, I know this is going to, like, put my balls into my neck, but I need to get in there, and you dive in, you come up, and you're like, oh, yeah, and there's no negative reaction whatsoever, that's solid. 
Correct. I'll take that. What do you got? Um, I think that's it. Got outro music. How's that sound? Let's do it. All right. You know what's you know what's the final thing in life? Mm. Having outro music at the right time. Oh, there it is. Buttery. Internet. How many more episodes of this shit do we have? I don't know, like eight. Eight? We've got a listener questions episode. And then we've got some more pearls of wisdom about us. Probably us complaining about shit. More than likely, yeah. And then we'll do a big fancy word to your mother on the way out. Are you coming over this weekend to help me build that thing? Uh, if I have free time, yeah. I've got... I've got something to do, yeah, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But I would say it's only eating dinner, but you know that eating Thanksgiving dinner oh, is an all-day yeah. affair. Yep. There's the gear up, the eating, and then, like, the four-hour digestion afterwards. I'm going to hurt myself on it. <laughs> you should have seen my fucking wife's face when I was like, Hey, do you care if I build a half pipe in the garage? Do it. And she's like, I guess not. <laughs> do I have any say? No, you do not. Uh, go check out Odyssey. O-D-D-I-S-E-E. Oh, my goodness gracious, this guy keeps me going. You know what the finest thing in life is? What? I be on the ground all day. I don't pay mine to the day. Miss call vibrate, I find most times it go away. Nah, like, really. All talk blue in the face, just to make movement in place. Nah, like, really. Out of breath, watch the upper man steps, and you wonder why you're losing the race. Nah, like, really. I was sleeping on floors, making bread instead of bed on chores, man. Nah, like, really. If you ain't never cried about a loss, don't speak about the situation you're in. Nah, like, really. And I ain't got a big deal, but I'm still a big deal, and I feel it poor, eh? Nah, like, really. Yeah, you got a big deal, running on a big wheel, I ain't with it store, eh? Yeah, I'm independent and I make a hell of noise and I never let a woman turn to hell in a Troy Get no suckers in a circle that pretend to be boys I don't let a minute sit and send them decoys Chilling in the cut, really feeling voids Women getting muted and they really need a voice We just pick between the evils and the leaders and the last people tired and they really need a voice Not like This not more the effort though, all about force and match though Not like This that con collective flow, dumb right, wrong, correctional Not like Enough about peace and blessings, bro, I want that deeper message though Not like If you want top that surface, drop that lesson though this away in like six or seven minutes, bro. Yeah.
just saying to him, I think he's picked up off of some of the big kids that help in his room bro. So he's calling me bro now. But like he starts acting like a shit like that. Like, that's messed me up, no problem. 